You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Today's episode has been made possible through the generous support of Bright Peak Financial, an award-winning not-for-profit supporting Christians on their journey to financial strength. Go to brightpeakfinancial.com to make your dream happen. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. Get ready to expand your life, your knowing, and your alignment with your source. When we feel good, we give the universe an opportunity with our point of attraction to receive even more good. We celebrate who you really are and who you're becoming. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Everyday Attraction. You're here with your feel-good sisters. This is Ray. And this is Heather. And we're so happy that you're here with us. If you're first time to the show, we welcome you. What we do here every week is we talk about the law of attraction, but we talk about it in a way that's fun and delicious, which is one of my favorite words. But Heather and I are also very deeply entrenched in this understanding of the feel-good flow and that to feel good is the most important thing that you can do every day. But it has to be an authentic, real feel-good. So what we do on this show every week is find ways to feel good, to get move into that flow, to talk about our lives in a in an authentic way that we are in these physical bodies having contrast experiences, but there is also always a way to go to the light, which happens to be the theme of how do you like that one? Did I work? That <laughs> Good <right>? segue. <laughs> go to the light. Go to the light. We're going to be talking this hour about how we are replenished by source every moment, every day. And if you're feeling depleted, this show is for you because, you know, from the metaphysical standpoint, we all should just be tripping the light fantastic. And so we'll talk today about ways that we can receive this resourcing that we get every day when we feel good and we get into the flow. So, but before we get into the theme, obviously this is the Alaska cruise happened. Lots of things were going on. So we want to just give you guys a real quick recap and check in about what happened on the cruise. First and foremost, um, not both of us were able to go on the cruise, but we're happy to report that Heather did go. Woohoo! Yay. And we want to just heart fully thank all those who donated to help Heather get on her cruise. And uh, you'll be getting some special packets of material and some information from us about um, what happened on that cruise. But Heather, give us a quick recap. How was the Alaskan cruise? Oh, my gosh. It was so fabulous. It was just divine. In each moment, I felt, like, so excited about how the universe was going to surprise and delight me next. And I've been on, this is probably my eighth, I think it's my eighth cruise, not my first 
Abraham cruise, but my eighth cruise in the world. And the first thing that I noticed was just the high vibration of 600 Abrahamers all being together on a ship of 2,800 people. So there were 600 of us Abrahamers and then 2,200 other people. And they would like talk about us on the ship. They're like, I wonder why those people are so happy, happy, you know, like there must be an occult or there, they must be, um, somebody said they were like in a spiritual cult and some other people were saying, oh, they, they're multi-level marketing people that are doing <laughs> some woo-woo stuff. And there's just all this hubbub of like, who are those people? What are they doing? And What's this Abraham thing? This Abraham thing. <laughs> um, it was so fun. And then they had, um, some they had two different cocktail parties just for the Abrahamers, and so um, I of course went to both of the cocktail parties. I I couldn't just go to the one I was assigned to. I had to attend both of them. So we met people from all around the world, and we met people right here from the United States. Some amazing people from Austin, Texas, that sat with us at dinner that were just like amazing and and just so so connected and we, it's like as if we've known each other for lifetimes so we got assigned to sit with people for dinner and for just the first night and we ended up staying with those people the whole entire time because they were so fun and so powerful and just made lifetime friends can we talk so, about for a second before you know how much i just love the abraham community and that you know for anyone who's listening to the show for the first time you've tripped into this metaphysical show and you're like what is this abraham thing you know, really all we're talking about is leading edge teaching, which happens to be coming through this beautiful teacher by the name of Esther Hicks, who opens up her consciousness and pulls through this infinite intelligence that we call Abraham, because it's just easier to talk about it with a, a name than it is to call it some nebulous mist. But um, and if you're interested, it's Abraham hyphen Hicks.com. But for those of us who've been following these teachings, it is so delicious to be able to, I don't know, quantum leap a little bit into an intimacy and a connection with people that it, it, it's really beautiful how that happens when you when you know this material and you have lived it. It's it's incredible how close you can come, become with people without all the kind of background information and experiences that go with typical relationships, right? It's um, it, like, I can't even explain it because when you walk down the street, you meet people and it's great and everything. But then when you meet people you're aligned with and you're connected to, it's just beyond amazing. And I can just kind of feel it right now. Just talking about it, I can feel the way I breathe differently, the way I feel differently, the way I'm vibrating differently. It's just this kind of high-flying disc it's just this feel-good flow that is it's almost like a battery that has being charged I feel like I'm sitting in a charger right now <laughs> that's a being good thing up. so tell us a little bit about what the workshops felt like yeah so the workshops where there's like 600 of us together it was interesting because Abraham only did a 30-minute segment of opening and everything else was hot seat, people sitting in the hot seat. So there's more than 10 hours of seminar that we spent together throughout that week. And only 30 minutes of it was Abraham talking. All the other things were responding to questions that people in the audience asked. So I thought that was really powerful because in, in past um, 
workshops, I remember more at the beginning, more preamble, more preparation. But because everybody was kind of just ready to jump in, um, there was, it was just very aligned. And people were there from all around the world. Um, and yet everyone felt like they were speaking the same language energetically, not, not the physical language, but just the vibrational language. I love that. And I don't know if, if you felt this too, this, what has happened evolved over the workshop. Cause you know, you and I've been going to the workshops for many, many years. I do feel now that the, the questions are more, um, kind of 201. They're a little bit more not advanced questions that's not the right word but they're a little less um resistant in nature i remember in the early days earlier on the questions were very resistant in nature like they were super super seeped in the contrast and um, people were looking for kind of guru like instant relief and and i feel now that the questions i mean there's contrast absolutely but i do feel like people are coming at and getting into the hot seat and are just in a in a higher vibration well, I think they're um, they're coming ready. It's kind of like when Abraham says, our kids are born cable ready. I think they're coming cable ready, ready to just move with the flow. They're not, they're not wondering, is this real? Does this work? You know, whereas before it was like, hmm, let me test this. Let me make sure this, this is true for me. Now it's more like, of course, it's true for me. Now I just want to ask my question about what's going to move me up to a higher frequency and, and even higher. There is some fine tuning. Um, so tell us a little bit about how Alaska felt. Alaska feels massive. Um, it's so raw and so powerful and everything feels surreal because it's so vast and it almost feels like it's fake. Like if we <laughs> being from the LA area, everything being on green screen and then just popping a, a scenery or an image behind it, it almost felt like I was looking at what kind of image you would pop behind something um, because it was just so beautiful and, and everything seemed so big. You know, the mountains were so tall and ragged and rugged and the glaciers were just you couldn't see the end, you know, and so deep and big. Everything just seemed huge. <laughs> that untouched, that sort of untouched um, of pure nature. Untouched is probably where, but where it just is pure natural energy. There isn't a lot of human um, interception. Is really amazing. Uh, I think that that is pure, uh, you know. Uh, high-flying, uh, non-resistant <laughs> pulsing of energy. And I think if you're as sensitive as you are and a lot of the people who follow these teachings, you're just going to get that times 10, right? Absolutely. And Abraham always talks about nature and the beasts being one way that source is always connected. And so it's just really a way to see that connection almost viscerally. Like I could almost see the the connection with source in, in nature. So it was really, really powerful. And I've never been on a cruise before where there's so much scenery. Um, so just sitting outside and watching the mountains and the snow and 
um, the trees and everything just go by. Plus, the lights shines late, so the sunsets were be after ten at night, and then the sun rises were like four thirty in the morning. Wow! So lots of light. Really cold though. I I was cold. There was a part good good thing one of my good friends gave me some gloves and hats and all this ski equipment that she had because living in Southern California, I didn't even have a jacket that was appropriate. I just, you know, cause it was cold. Oh, I love that part of Alaska. I mean, I love being cold and I, I just adore that opportunity to be cold in the middle of summer too. That's my idea of a good time. I know everyone's like, what? But that just, that's what happens when you live in California. It <laughs> is like, no, <laughs> I, you and I are not on the same page with that one because I said to my friends, I said, I love this cruise, but I don't like cruises that you have to be wrapped up because I like to feel warm all the time. So in other cruises I've been on, everything's outside, the barbecues and the dancing and the parties and everything's outside. And on this cruise, there was no outside anything, you know, there's pools and hot tubs and stuff, but very few people were in them, except for in the solarium where there was an inside pool and hot tubs. Those were being occupied because it was nice and humid in there. But, you know, there's a give and take for all of it. And I don't mind being a little cold for a week to see what I saw, to feel what I felt. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And actually, the track that we're going to talk to uh, talk about on today's show is from the Cancun um Mexican crew or land cruise, which is another opportunity for people to engage Abraham in a warm, beautiful resort uh, like arena. And they call that a land cruise because it's actually a resort and not a boat. And that one is an extraordinary one. Um, Heather and I just got the 10 uh, disc set. And so we're kind of mining uh, all that wonderful stuff. And that's what we'd love to do for you on this show is to mine through all these uh, wonderful workshops and pull out those segments that are so delicious and allow us to dive a little deeper. But if you're interested in going on a cruise or one of the workshops, head over to abraham-hicks.com and check out all the wonderful opportunities they have. And again, we just want to say deep heartfelt thank you to those who donated on our little excursion, our little trip here, and you'll be getting some uh, nuggets of information from us via email and uh and we just so so much appreciate your support well i was actually on my own adventure i went to a podcast convention in chicago which was where i needed to be perfect right place right time um as many of you know and, and are, who are listening to podcasts, this is quite an extraordinary revolution in audio that's happening where people are able to connect and create community over audio and podcasting. And and um, it was an extraordinary uh, three-day event, uh, 1,500 podcasters from all over the world. And I, you know, I was saying to Heather before we started recording that I, you know, I go to these business conferences and usually I'm not, you know, teary eyed and feeling chills. And that's what I felt. It was an extraordinary time. I kept hearing source whisper to me, right place, right time, right place, right time. And, and I just had such heartfelt gratitude and appreciation for all of you and all of you who've been following us for years and have been listening to the show and sharing it with friends. And um, and I felt a tug on my heart to, to really find more ways for us to communicate, for us to be more in um, a conversation with one another. So Heather and I are strategizing about maybe having a more active Facebook page where people can comment about the episodes. But I just saw and heard how people are creating community with podcasting and the power of the human voice and the ability for us to connect 
connect. And, and, you know, we've gotten letters from listeners over the years. And every time we get one, we just get so welled up with love and gratitude for this Abraham community and, and specifically the feel good nation, the, the people who are attracted to um, our line of um, learning and talking about this content. And we just so appreciate when you reach out to us. So we want to encourage people also to email us and tell us what their Abraham experience is and what they're getting from the workshops and what they're hearing on the show. And um, you can always email us at everydayattraction at gmail.com, everydayattraction at gmail.com. And, and we'll, uh, we'll come up with some interesting ways for you to engage us um, and be able to create a dialogue amongst um, the thousands of people who listen to the show every week. So we really appreciate you. With that, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to dive into a beautiful piece of the Mexican uh, high vibrating land cruise just recently and a tract uh, called Go to the Light. Uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to your feel good sisters. We love you. And we'll be back after the break. What does simple living sound like to you? Is it a quiet moment on your front porch? A cold beverage after a long day? Or maybe spending quality time with your family? Whatever it is, simple living is a powerful act of joy, abundance, and refreshment. Want to simplify your life? Join the Simple Living Challenge by Bright Peak Financial. It's an inspiring and easy 14-day challenge to help you cut down on life's clutter to lead a simpler, more balanced life. Go to simplelivingchallenge.com to sign up. Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, only on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. 
Learn more from Reverend Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on unityonlineradio.org and on iTunes. Return to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. It's time to feel good and allow all that has already been given. Welcome back from the break. We give a quick shout out and thankful, grateful, full hearts for Unity.fm. We love you all there and we appreciate your support so much and all the Unity um, organizers and people who go to Unity FM and, and talk about the show and um, and we so appreciate you and all that's happening. And um, this is Ray. And this is Heather. You never Hello. know. Hello. Feeling good over here, sister. <laughs> you never know when I'm going to put that in. So <laughs> she's always like right on the mic going, and this is Heather. <laughs> so what we want to talk about um, actually this week is a track that I recently came across as I'm combing through the uh, the Cancun land cruise that just unfolded uh, with Abraham and just, you know, I, I guess this resonated me with me, this particular track we're going to play, because I know, like many of you, and we've got a lot going on. You know, there is this wonderful time in our lives right now where we can be and do and have anything, as Abraham is always telling us. And we've got jobs and families, and we're also entrepreneurs, and where we want to give back to our community. So we are, you know, givers and healers. And there's, there's just a lot going on. And I know for myself, there can be times where I feel just depleted. And yet, what Abraham is talking about, and the metaphysics of this, and the and the real science of this is that we should actually be feeling the opposite. If we're in the receiving mode, there is a resourcing, that there is a level of energy that is actually being given back to you, so that the more that you quote unquote do in this energy, the more energetic and buoyant you should feel. You should feel replenished. You should feel like you were 21 again. If you're 21, you should feel like you're 12 again. <laughs> um, and I, I really love diving into a little bit more and understanding that when we are tired, uh, there is resistance there. Of course, the human body needs its rest and we adore that that we have sleep and the opportunity to do reset. But my hunch is, is that there might be more opportunities for us to feel carried by this energy rather than carrying it. Does that make sense, Heather? Well, yeah, it does. And I think I first started to feel more renewed, refreshed and revitalized when I started to channel. And the reason that I feel the difference between being, um, needing, I guess, needing to feel rejuvenated and feeling rejuvenated is effort. So when we're trying, whether it be we're thinking or pushing or paddling or efforting, then we get tired. But when we're allowing, we're flowing, we're receiving, then we feel like are you know rejuvenated is what I've noticed. Yeah, that's that effort word. That's that word that we think is what we're here to do to make things happen, to um, push it forward. And like we were talking about on our last show, pushing never works. 
pushing other people and pushing ourselves is, is the opposite of the feel good flow and allowing productivity to be carried by those, um, the entourage, the metaphysical resourcing. And, and I think you're right. Anytime we feel depleted, we know we've been playing around in the, in the, in the playground of effort of making things happen, of feeling like we're out here on our own. Oftentimes, I think when we get inspiration, it's very exciting. But I think the human mind and many of us who are A-type personalities or people who are go-getters, we immediately think, oh, I got this intuition. I got this inspiration. Now I got to go figure out how to make it happen. And that's really the opposite of what the Abrahams are saying, isn't it? They're just here waiting for us to allow them to co-create through us you know and so it's almost like (laughs) it's almost like waiting for people to come visit you but you never give them the address where you live and then you're like why doesn't anyone ever come to my house and visit me I'm always you know doing all this and that's what it feels like to me it's like I'm always efforting and and not so much anymore because I don't do this anymore but I always used to effort all the time and wonder why I was tired and wonder why I was frustrated or resentful or regretful (laughs) Exactly. You know, and, and I, as we talk about, I'd li- I like to take on new things. I like to take on, I like to get inspiration and get new ideas. And I, and I am very entrepreneurial in my energy. And I know you are too, Heather. But now I'm at the point where like, oh, one more thing. I, I can't handle one more thing. But if I was more in this resourcing, receiving mode and, and truly stepping into that place of not having to do it, um, then I, I could say yes to that and not have that sort of, oh, but now I've got to add that to my to-do list. You know, I think there is that tendency where we should be able to be having, you know, five or six high-flying discs spinning at the same time. I just got that image of the plate spinning, you know, like <laughs> it should just be this elegant kind of balancing where we're watching all the plates spin. And when they need a little bit more energy, we just kind of tap them a little bit to get them floating a little faster and higher. And um, and I like that idea of just being, you know, holding the energy, uh, not creating it. So let's let's dive into this track a little bit that we've been talking about and and hear more about Abraham uh, telling us to go to the light. <laughs> Here we go. So I have one more question. Though. Yes. I definitely feel like I go where the light is or I and I bring it with. We feel that too. So and yet you told us a terrible, terrible, mm-hmm. terrible, mm-hmm. terrible, terrible terrible story yeah and you took us all into the darkness it, it's the for just a moment contrast every day so that light that yeah. light that light that light and i actually sing this little light of mine oftentimes and my question is sometimes i don't know if i i feel the light i feel like i'm supposed to be there and i don't understand how i bring this flow or awareness to the teachers I work with. We have a question for all of you, especially for you, but for all of you. So when you see yourself in the world, do you have a propensity to want to make the world a better place? Well, therein lies your problem. (laughs) Because that means you don't think the world is a better place. And it means you're looking for the problems, which means you're finding them, which means you're letting the problems of the world contour your vibration, and that's why you feel struggle. That was a trap, and you fell right in. So here's some more traps. Okay, Tilly, I have to stop and talk about that. The trap. 
Okay, so so everyone, you know, you're in the privacy of your your own listening experience because I know we're in your earbuds, we're in your ears. Raise your little metaphysical hand if you're trying to make the world a better place. <laughs> I know that's again, this is flip side living, people. If you hadn't known yet, this is flip side living. It, it there is the thought that of course we all want to make the world a better place, but if your intention is to make the world a better place, then you're not realizing that the world is already exactly where it needs to be for the next logical step and that there is nothing to fix. And I, I just think I think many of us who know Abraham and who've come to this teaching, we, we tend to be teachers. So there is an inclination for us to get into teaching mode, to fix. And we, we sometimes don't even realize we're doing it. And I know that I have done this. And I, I even noticed it just a few days ago where I was trying to fix something that someone was saying from an Abrahamic perspective. And I, I just, and, and that talk about depletion, that is you're getting into the energy of depletion when you try to do that. I think it's interesting to, <clears throat> to that, like right now, especially cause I, it's, it's interesting. I was on a ship and had no access to television while a bunch of stuff happened in the United States this week. Yeah. And, um, a lot of people are going to listen to what we're saying right now and say, well, we have to make the world a better place because look at all this stuff that's going on. And, you know, we can name it by name or we can just say hypothetically, there's always stuff going on that we're going to disagree with. And that came up on the cruise too, that question about what about world peace, right? What about world peace? I always think about world peace. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Um, there's never going to be world peace because we need the contrast and who, why do we think that other people are going to want to believe the way we believe, you know, like then, then there is that manipulation. So I, but I think it's human nature to want to leave the place better than we found it. You know, like even in, in Girl Scouts, we say every Girl Scout is, um, one of the goals is to leave the place cleaner than we found it, you know, whenever we go somewhere. And so there's this, this innate human desire to uplift and rejuvenate. But I think there's a difference between trying to make it a better place versus just following inspired action on your high flying disc in your field of flow. Well, we come back to the science of it. I mean, all of us want their, the world to be a better place. And I, th I think you're right. I think it's built into our DNA to make the place better for the next generation. But what we have to understand is that that's happening regardless, that what we hear from these Abrahams and from the spiritual universe is that things are getting better and better and better. And we can have our short shout. We can get pissed about what's happening and we can raise our fist and be frustrated. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. We have to get uh, understanding where our emotions are. But we who are in step three, those of us who are in the receiving mode, who have asked, known that sources said yes, we have to get our little butts over to the receiving mode where we can receive the solution. We can receive what the answer to the problem is and be part of that. But if we're in the fix mode, we're, we're focused on the problem. So this really is almost a mathematical energy equation more so than anything else, because if we're focused on the lower energy and we're trying and we're very focused on the problem and hence we're trying to fix it, we're not in the receiving mode where we're purely a part of the solution. We are absolutely 
um, being part of that which is being asked for. And so it really is a question of, you know, where do you want to live? Do you want to live in the and and step one? And I have said this over and over again, absolutely nothing wrong, no judgment whatsoever, living one to 100 lifetimes in step one. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Asking, asking, protesting, fiercely frustrated, push, push, push. It's okay. But for those of us who understand the subtle physics of this, know that we want something different. And we want the step three, which is we've asked, its sources said yes, and now we want to receive the solution. We want to be the solution. And you can't do both. You can't be in step one and step three at the same time. And so you can't have those two thoughts. You can't hold those two energies. So simply it's just this yearning and, and wanting in a very wonderful way to be part of that receiving mode. So when they say stop trying to make the world a better place, what they're trying to say is the world is already improving. But if you're focused on the problem, you're not going to receive the movement to pull that better high vibrating world into reality and we are the ones who bring it in we are the the funnels so we just have to decide on what team we want to play you know team light team light go to the light go to the light let's listen to more as abraham says why we need to relax about trying to fix everything here we go so do you feel appreciation for this time space reality and do you find so many things to appreciate every day? And does that mean that there is not contrast amongst the things that you appreciate? But do you think your appreciation is stronger? Under those conditions, the contrast can serve you. And so what you're wanting to do is to get a sense of whether you within the contrast that you're focused upon is launching more desire or whether it's wearing you down. Yeah. So sometimes, we've heard it from some of you already, I'm not as happy as I once was. Well, that's backwards. Every day, you must be happier than you were before. This is a very big, flawed premise that so many humans carry around with them. Is that as I move through time, I will be more diminished. As I move through time, I will be less vital and alive. As I move through time, I will have less of this and less of this and less of this. In other words, I'm going to peek out and then I'm going to start. Well, there's no reason ever to peek out and then begin sliding down because you have access to source energy that is resourcing you that is renewing you so the only thing that is ever causing decline within you the only thing that is ever keeping you from continuing to move into more and more and more and more is attention to things that hold you back from the very energy that you've asked for you see so the process can sometimes work a bit against you as contrast causes you to ask for more, but you have practiced thoughts that don't let you go. And that's what we talk about all day, every day when we are together. Practice the thoughts that let you go. Practice the thoughts that open your valve. Practice the thoughts that open your circuit. Do the things. Be nicer to yourself more of the time. Give yourself more of a running start. Go to the light. Go to the light. Go to the light, which means go to the spa. Go to the ocean, go to the food that tastes good, go to the conversations that are uplifting, go to the concerts, go to the fun, go to where it feels good, go to the light, 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 until you are bright, you see. Don't try to fix the world. They said it. They said it right there. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, more reasons why you can go to the light and how you can go to the light and why you want to go to the light. It's so beautiful. We'll be right back.
ever noticed that there might be something not quite right, but you just can't put your finger on it? We may describe it as an inner stirring, a restlessness, a yearning to find our way home to our heart and higher purpose. Some of us may feel like we are living on borrowed time, that despite our accomplishments, what was once so important to us now just feels empty and meaningless. If you find your heart longing, wanting, looking for a path home to authenticity and purpose, join us for transformation, inspiration, hope, and possibility. Move toward your higher calling. Listen to The Call of Spirit with Evelyn Foreman and tune in to Possibility every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time here on Unity Online Radio. been listening to Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters Ray and Heather. To learn more about Ray and Heather, check out their website at everydayattraction.com or email us at everydayattraction at unityonlineradio.org. Your comments and participation are sincerely welcomed. Welcome back to the show. You're listening to your Feel Good Sisters here on Everyday Attraction. This is Ray and this is Heather. And I just, um, that last segment we were listening to is just so beautiful and interesting. And okay, so any um, philosophy that says go to the spa, I'm totally there. <laughs> Wait, and you know what I love about that? Because I was thinking it's almost like giving people permission because I think a lot of people are going to the spa and they are going to the concert, but then they're going, going, oh, maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I should be at work or, oh, I shouldn't have spent this money on myself. I could have put it into this other thing or, you know, and, and so it, a lot of times it's not just going to the light, but it's allowing yourself to be in the joy of going to the light and be present, enjoying it too, you know, both pieces. I love you. I love you. That was exactly perfect. Cause I think that's, you nailed it right on, on the head that we go to the spa, but then we're in our heads thinking I feel guilty or I should be somewhere else or I should be, you know, there's more work for me to do or I'm not going to tell people because oftentimes when we talk about going to the spa or we talk about going to the concert or going to the ocean or playing hooky and we're always apologetic or we're embarrassed or we're kind of feeling like we're getting away with something. You know, and I, I think, again, this flip side living that comes back and it always cracks me up. It gives me this deep, deep level of comedy is that the most productive thing we can do to bring in the solutions that we're asking for is to go to the light, to feel good, to eat the food that feels good, to go to the spa, to treat ourselves more kindly. Can we just talk about that for a moment? To really tr- treat ourselves with such love and tenderness and appreciation and to um, absolutely walk away from the thoughts that are uh, are diminishing us. And you heard so clearly that that we're being replenished by this energy that starts worlds. I mean, let's just take a moment, right? This energy that put this whole thing in place, that put this beautiful blue marble spinning in perfect proximity to all the planets, that energy, you think it can't replenish you? It's replenishing you. It's replenishing me. 
And we just have to get to that place of receiving it. And then we don't have to, to diminish over time. Um, we move through time and our body moves through time. But aging and being slowed down and getting exhausted is uh, not what Source Energy had in mind. Not in the way we look at it, that's for sure. You know, um, I think that's one of my favorite things about this research and why I continue to come back for more and more and more and more and more is really understanding that that which I had been taught or programmed about my relationship with my inner being and my higher power is based so many so much of the programming is based on a flawed premise and you know when with Abraham and all the things that we learned through through Esther and Abraham or through the joyous ones or through the collections of light or communion of light or whoever it is it feels like the things that I learned so much about is to honor yourself, to love yourself, and to just allow it is okay. There isn't anything wrong. There's nothing that needs to be changed or fixed. And I think we're so taught in our lives to say, what's wrong? What can we do better? What sh- next time? What would I do differently? You know, and it's always this constant evaluation and reevaluation all the time. And that's taxing. No wonder why. Um, we used to be exhausted. <laughs> yes, exactly. Always and, looking what needed to be fixed or changed. And it's part of trusting the universe that that what's happening in the contrast is a more clearer asking of what we're wanting. And that our consciousness as human beings, we're all in this together. This divine consciousness is evolving and we will get it. And we will, and we've already gotten it. We just have to have the physical catch up with what's already been gotten. And I keep, you know, thinking about that, that from the metaphysical standpoint, the the solution is already complete. We just are bringing it into this slower moving energy that we know as hearing, tasting, feeling, touching, that we're, we're really molding the energy that's already been created and allowing it to be here. But there's simple things that we need to do that are so simple sometimes that they, they feel effortless and we feel like that's not enough. Like for, in- for instance, you know, they said so clearly in that piece, attention, you know, stop giving attention to things that hold you back. Stop playing over the family issue. Stop playing over and over um, the relationship issue or the money issue. I mean, we just think sometimes that if we give attention to something, then that means we're responsible to it. But we have to remember in the pureness of this law, if we give our attention to that which is holding us back, then we keep in the hold back position. And so we really have to allow ourselves to practice thoughts that open us up, that open us up. And it's interesting at at the podcast conference, one of the things that kept coming up is all the science that's going into what what happens when we laugh. And uh, a lot of podcasts are, are comedic based. And what's interesting is that when we laugh, we actually open up our brain to receive more information. And we're more open to learning and shifting rigid concepts or rigid thoughts that before in our debating thinking mode could not be shifted. So it's through, you know, it's through comedy and storytelling and this sort of openness that we go to what feels good and what excites us and and gives us that feeling of, of knowing and relief. And, and that's why we want to play those of us who are in the step three mode and step four and step five. Now we want to, to shift to that more open place. And the only way we can do that is to feel better first. 
Uh, we cannot wait for the circumstances to change in order to feel good. We feel good first so that the circumstances can change. It's such a powerful knowing and it's, it's, it's simple. Um, but yet it's not intuitive sometimes. I think people, we look outside of ourselves for the feel good first. I mean, for the, yeah, to the, to feel good first in the doing instead of deciding that we're going to feel good first in the being. And so just switching from being a doer to a beer as your primary focus. And I think I remember saying this on the show like a year or two years ago probably two years ago or three years ago now maybe when I said when I put my priority of source my connection with source as number one above everything else in my life everything changed yeah I remember that pivot and I remember um that it all shifted from there and and that for all of us I think is the ultimate shift the ultimate pivot and and just that remembering that powerful connection you have with source is so dominant that well-being is so dominant. And I know that we get caught up in our own lives and the contrast and we get caught up in the lives that we're seeing on TV and the news. And, and I, I think it's so important to shut off that story for a moment, um, for more than a moment and to remember that well-being is dominant, that there is more going right with the planet than going wrong. And we want to, it, you know, we want to accentuate that momentum with going right. And I remember Abraham saying, you know, if you played a signal 24 hours a day, seven days a week on television about the balance between what's going wrong and what's going right, that what's going wrong would be one little bleep, one little beep that would happen once a year or two. <laughs> um, you know, that it's so insignificant, although it's it's an important part of it. And I don't want to underemphasize the importance of that contrast and how important it is that it's part of our participation for the expansion. And our hearts are so full with that understanding of the beauty of the contrast, even in its rugged cruelty and difficulty. Sometimes we know that something is coming underneath it, that there's something wanting to break through, but that we have to remember well-being is dominant. It is the dominant force and we participate more fully in that momentum when we go to the light, go to the light, go to the light. Um, we only have a couple, couple more minutes. I feel minutes. like a moth. <laughs> I know, right? Go to the world. Go to the light. Go to the light. <laughs> Flutter the light. Uh, let's play a few more minutes before we need to wrap up our hour of this delicious track from the Cancun workshop. Here we go. And so... What is this tendency to look all around the world and find a problem so that I can fix it because of something sort of nice? Esther used to carry a coat hanger with her years ago because she was really good at helping people get their keys out of their cars that were locked in. She had a sort of magic touch. Her hanger was her friend. She knew just how to put it down in the windows. It's more difficult today. She doesn't do it anymore. Jerry stopped her. One day, three people in one day needed help. Law of Attraction was just serving them up and serving them up and serving them up, serving them up. And one day, Jerry said, I think we should leave that hanger home. Because whatever it is you're giving your attention to, 
Esther was in such an attitude of service that everywhere she went, Jerry couldn't find her and she'd be pushing somebody in a wheelchair way over there and then he's at the gate wondering where she is and she's found a ticket on the floor and she's gone to the airline which was in the other terminal to find out if she can find this passenger and Jerry said, Esther, serve me for a little while, just serve, just serve me. Just stick with me, because when you get into this attitude where people need you and you are the one that must save them from whatever their dysfunction is, then you spend all your time just chasing down dysfunction and they don't benefit at all from it, you see. Go to the light, go to the light, go to the light, go to the light. People say, Abraham, you teach selfishness, and we say, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Because if you are not selfish enough to claim your receptive mode, then you do not have the resources to last that long. But if you are selfish enough to continue to go to the receptive mode where you receive those resources, then ideas come, perfect words are spoken, you feel that happening with you all the time. One by one, you say the right thing at the right time, but it is not in that cluster of organization or administration. They are not ready to ever hear you. In your lifetime, they will not hear you. Oh. But these little ones will, as you demonstrate through your bright light, you see. Mm -hmm. And so, someday, not so far from now, someone will ask you, as you're in the process of writing your book, Good. someone will ask you, when did it turn for you? What's your secret? Mm -hmm. And you will say, when I realized that their play will set them free. I love that. Your play will set you free. <laughs> Isn't that so beautiful? Oh. <sighs> Let's just take a moment. Let that come in. Your play will set you free. Are you at play today? I'm at play I today. Am I'm playing today. <laughs> you know what that made me think about was um, when my kids were little and both of my kids went to Montessori school in from two to four. They have never been happier. And even my daughter, who's about to turn 16, she'll still say, oh, gosh, remember Montessori, how amazing it was and how fun it was. And it, it felt like it was always play for them. And it was just like this magical experience. And when they said that just now, I had that flash, that glimpse of this like um, unabashedly like fun just kind of like springtime playful. It's almost as if we were in the animal kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> like yes. animals playing, chasing each other, you know, kittens chasing each other in the house or whatever. That really powerful play. That powerful play. Powerful play. I love those two words together because it is powerful play. And and I, I love that coat hanger story. I cracked up out loud on that. I, I was just think that was so funny that you know, she carried this coat hanger around with her. And so she was chasing down dysfunction and dysfunction found her so that every, you know, every person who had a door jammed would <laughs> you know, run into. And I love Jerry. I just adore him. Like, can we leave the coat hanger at home, please? Because I don't want you spending all day long getting, you know, people locked out of their, <laughs> of their cars, which I think is so funny. But it's just this idea that instead of chasing down dysfunction, we can claim the receptive mode. We're so much more powerful when we receive the resources from the receptive mode, because then we 
you know, then we're really helpful. Then we're deeply helpful. It's not just getting someone in their locked car. We're actually shifting the energy that reverberates for generations, that has a, a true strong footing as we claim the stability of this consciousness, knowing that love is, is truly at the core of this energy field and that we are moving more and more fully into that place of receiving the love and knowing that this is a place of play and expansion and and opportunities and that what we're going through, although it may be dark at times, the light is so bright and is getting brighter and brighter and brighter. So go to the light. Maybe we want to say go to the light tonight. Feel good, sisters. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm going to do that when I sleep tonight. I'm going to just I mean, it's interesting because when people pass, right, they always talk about the light or people that have had near death experiences. They talk about they felt drawn to the light. And, um, I feel like in our day to day, there's this pull to the light, but it's not, it's not a push or a pull from a physical. It's more like, um, a desire, like following that inspired action. There's nothing attractive about the dark, really like, Oh, come to us, you know, in the dark, like that doesn't feel Right. It's almost the slowing down of our, our light. The cork wants to bob. The cork wants yeah. to float along that that ocean top and, and be at play with the waves. And, and that's where we are the most powerful in that which we're wanting, the desires that we're wanting. So we've actually come to the end of our hour. And as always, we're so grateful that you're here. Email us about your Abraham experiences this week. Email us about your going to the light at everydayattraction at gmail.com. And we'll be setting up some more Facebook pages and some other ways for us to interact as a community. And we love you all. And as we say every week, feel feel good, good, sister. sister. And go to the light. (laughs) Take care, everyone. See you next time. Thank you for joining us on Everyday Attraction with Feel Good Sisters, Ray and Heather. Join them every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, noon Central on Unity Online Radio for more ways to align with your source and start living the life you intended. Everyday Attraction is sponsored by Send Out Cards. Check out www.sendoutcards.com slash attraction. Bring more appreciation into the world. Send a card of appreciation and gratitude today. Sendoutcards.com slash attraction. What is the key to happiness? Would you like to find the fountain of youth? How about all the money and love that you could handle? Well, my friends, it is there for you. You just need to strip off the false beliefs that keep your divine inheritance from being attracted into your life. You need to be real. Be vulnerable. Be naked. What are you waiting for? Let's get naked. This transformational program with Reverend Heidi Alfrey is an invitation to explore and remove the blocks that keep you from emotional freedom. Listen to Heidi and her revealing guests as they embrace the power of spiritual nakedness as a guaranteed way to live an authentic and transparent life. Expose yourself to your greatness on Mondays at 3 p.m. Central Time. Let's get naked. 
No dress code required. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You gotta get rid of your butt. It's bigger than it would appear. It hinders your forward movement when you keep bringing up the Have you ever considered that everything you think, say, and do is a prayer to the universe? What would your life be like if you activated the power of yes? Join Reverend Beverly Molander and her exciting guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how they activated the power of yes in their lives, their communities, or even the world. If they can do it, you can too. Listen to Beverly Molander and her guests live every Monday at noon central. 1 p.m. Eastern, on Affirmative Prayer, activating the power of yes. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Just like life, grief is a journey not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. I'll light a candle in your name. When we say we are entitled to miracles, we are saying that we are entitled to love. We are entitled to have peace of mind and live a peaceful existence. Many times, though, we do not experience our lives this way. We seem to struggle for just one glimmer of happiness, no matter how fleeting it may be. You can change that right here and right now. Say to yourself, I am entitled to miracles because it means that you are entitled to complete peace of mind because of who you are as created by the source of love. By asking for miracles, you are asking for your true self to be revealed to you. You are indeed entitled to miracles. This message was brought to you by Rev. Deb Phelps, host of Entitled to Miracles. Learn more from Reverend Deb on her Entitled to Miracles podcast. Episodes available on UnityOnlineRadio.org and on iTunes.